Did you know you can take specialized courses in esports and other great courses in the sport industry? Well, today I'm having a talk with one of the key directors at the 360, a Brazilian sport business school doing specialized courses in the sport industry. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what they're doing in the esport industry, what kind of options and opportunities you have there. So stay tuned right after this. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Lucas from the 360 in Brazil. Lucas, how, how are you? How's, uh, how's the warm weather in Brazil? I mean, like, I know you're in a hotter spot these days, so I, I guess you can't complain. <laughs> Hi, Ole. Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me. And it's a pleasure to be here talking to you and to everyone who's listening. And yes, it, here it's really hot. I'm in Fortaleza, for those who doesn't know. It's uh, northeast of Brazil. It's always summer here yeah. during the whole year. So it's, it's good. It's good to be here in this warm place uh, with beautiful beaches and all this stuff. So I'm, I'm working a lot, but also enjoying some parts. Well, well that's, that's good. You got to have some balance, balance in life, you know, making sure that you know you're uh you're making the most out of your life you know working and, and having some fun and uh and, and, I, and i guess like for for you enjoying the warm weather and beaches <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah we have to stress out a little bit so yeah. we we can get the energy to come back to to work right. and do what we love well it's, well it's a pleasure having you here of, of course and uh, and you know for, for uh those of you that are tuning in you know we're uh as always you know interviewing key leaders in the sport industry every week. So just make sure to like the video if you want to see more like this. Subscribe as well if you haven't already. And um, Lucas, I mean, like, I, I think we just have to start with, like, you just telling us a little bit about how your journey in the sport industry began. Like, take us a little bit back to where it all started. Sure. Well, uh, I'm going to really go back in time because maybe it gets some similarities with uh, some people who are listening. Sure. Uh, because I always been a passionate for sports, like, right? And since as a kid, since I had some memories, uh, I remember watching World Cup, Olympics, yeah. and uh, everything. I always really passionate and growing as passionate as always, and making some sports either, like especially here, football, tennis, uh, right. and a little bit taekwondo also, and uh, well. But when I, I was growing up at university studying, uh, the sports industry here was always very close mm. for pe regular people. You had to had uh, really good contact, uh, really good networking to get some opportunities to get in, in the industries. And we are talking like early 2000 yeah. at that time. And so I kind of uh, gave up the dream to, of working with sports like mm -hmm. because it uh, looked like impossible right. mission like to, <laughs> to get in. Mission so, uh, yeah, I, I graduated uh, here. You can get a credit in advertising and uh, I worked, I studied in US for a while. I studied marketing there, marketing there, nice. get some internships right. over uh, in advertising. 
And then I come back. I started working in the pharmaceutical industry. Also, I have uh, done my own business, but it was a natural product store, like mm. healthy food and all this. Right. Oh. So like nothing related to, to, to sports. Yeah. Until then. But then the when I having my own own business there, like uh, it was really stressful time uh, and there's some uh, local crisis here, difficult time in economic right. way. Sure. So uh, I passed my my store and then came the question, what am I going to do? I, I right. had some a little bit free time, you know, to get some energy back, you know, to think about what I would do. And then I said, okay, uh, I always loved sports. Uh, the industry is, is growing. We, we were having the World Cup here. Uh, the football clubs were professionalizing at the time, getting people who are really professionals. Mm -hmm. Not so much, but it was a start. Yeah. And then uh, I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. I, right. I'm going I'm to have a chance. Yeah. Uh, give it a chance. So um, I did a course in the 360, which is uh, the company I'm a partner now. Right. And it was a football management course. Hmm. So we... Now I always love football and say, okay, right. I'm gonna give a try, maybe uh, get some opportunity. And then I did the course and uh, the school always had some projects since at that time. Right. It was uh, 2014, the, uh, the 360 was founded, uh, was created at uh, 2013. So it was mm. only one year old at right. that time. Yeah. And with these projects, uh, I was always in contact uh, with the people here, which, which were basically Rodrigo and Murilo, who, who are my partners here. Right, right. Now, and uh, once uh, they, they were in need of someone to work with commercial, in the commercial area. Mm -hmm. And then I, I said, oh, ah, I can do it. Okay, so like, I'm looking for an opportunity, so, mm -hmm. It fit, and then they, they invited me, and then I started working in the commercial right. area. And then, as uh, I were working, it's a small, we, we were really a small company, time mm. and growing, and then I could do, do more things than the commercial area in the organi organizing events, and well, helping in everything was necessary. Yeah, and uh, and then. I become a partner and then start organizing some courses and the work was developing special projects. Well, and the good thing was uh, we are always in touch with uh, the sports uh, professional, professional in the sports industries. Mm -hmm. And not only football, but uh, right. all, all the sports, basically, even basketball had some things and we say like the american leagues like uh, football basketball baseball right we already did something some works in that nice. and the esports we're gonna uh, talk a little bit more it's of course, uh, of course. It's more the more recent <laughs> of course yeah. it, it's but it has a lot of opportunities it's really nice and uh, for us it's um every day we're learning about it 
even more. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really nice environment. It's a very good market, and uh, here in Brazil, it's developing a lot. Right. Also, uh, as in a lot of parts in the world. It's, and, a, it's uh, a, it's a really fascinating story, I think. In yeah. Just like, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people that uh, are listening to this and a lot of people that, uh, you know, are facing kind of like the struggle of getting into the sport industry. We're sort of like, oh, I don't have, you know, the frameworks in order to actually, you know, succeed. So you're kind of like, you know, doing maybe like some other stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then you kind of like realize, well, what is the best way to essentially enter, right? Well, it's true yeah. courses, like programs, right? That's kind of like okay. have that network, have that kind of like a lot of the structure. But at the same time, you know, that opportunity doesn't come unless you take that initiative, you know, and then you're yes. sort of like showing, okay, I, I want to be part of this and I want to help out. And as you said, now you're, you know, one of the, the partners, one of the key directors at the 360. And, and I guess like, kind of like, if you want to explain in a very, you know, I guess, simple way of like, what exactly, you know, or is the 360, like what are you guys offering and what are some of your key responsibilities you know in in your role right now sure sure really well so as i said a little bit before we are a school that offers uh courses in the sports industries you have like management courses you have like technical area courses as well like in football we have oh i want to be a scout Football, we have a course, for example, the nice. classical uh, mm-hmm. courses. And of course, allow, we have esports courses and, and others, even in communication and mm-hmm. some other areas which are related to sports yep. as well. Mm-hmm. And well, that's our main uh, service, main, the main thing we do sure. is the courses because it's from where we born and uh, from what we we are well known uh, for mm-hmm. the people and for the industry. Yep. So uh, it will be always the, the main part of us. But we also have some special projects like uh, we have a conferences, we have uh, partners with clubs, partnerships with clubs. Mm-hmm. We have uh, projects to spread out what we do because mm-hmm. we can't uh, be only courses, you know, we have to right. offer more. So yeah. even the students get the benefit of it. As right. you said, uh, and I'm going to repeat it because we, we repeat this all, all the time. <laughs> there, there are two things uh, for people to, uh, to get in, in this market and then what they have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's uh, to know how the market works, right. like how, how the clubs uh, are, or the athletes, what they need, what, yeah. what the sports industry needs, sure. so, and how it works. So that's why the courses, that's, that's what we, the content we pass to our students is. Right. And, and the networking, as you said, mm-hmm. like networking, uh, it's crucial. It's crucial right. for someone who wants to, to get in because uh, basically someone will uh, appoint you, someone will tell, okay, I'm going to bring Ole to our company because I know him, because... You know, I know he he'll be a good professional, and we need we need him, and right. Basically, that's how it works in in this sports industry. Yeah, and so it's really really necessary. And as we bring 
into the courses, uh, the professionals from clubs, from federations, people who, who are working with, it's the starting point for the students to connect with them. Mm -hmm. Because of course it's not easy to, to get this network. Right. No, it's, uh, people need to know who you are. Right. First of all, and, and, and if you are a student, you have something to show because everyone started from some parts first. Right. Some lining up parts. So uh, the professional say, oh, okay, you're studying. He will know or she will know uh, where you are now and maybe where you want to be in the future. But mm -hmm. even as a student, it's easier to get uh, this, this networking because right. people will know you are start to improve and start to, to get some knowledge of the industry of the details and then you will yeah, we will do the your first steps right. so and as you were yeah, kind of like you know just building that you know foundation of people around you you know to to succeed and and not only just the content but but the network as well it's it's a vital piece you know but but as we were saying to you like kind of like you know in the beginning as well is that even if you kind of like, you know, surround yourself in that, you still have to mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, put yourself out there and reach out to these people, you know, and you have to sort of like take the initiative and say like, hey, Lucas, hey, I, I will like, I want to like talk with somebody at this organization. Can you help me? You know, like, yes, you know, take the initiative to ask and be proactive because if not, people are not going to expect you to do that. Sure. Yeah, that's one thing we always say also because the opportunities are there and mm -hmm. there is a lot of opportunities right. but you had to go to there it's not the other way they will yes. not go to you because <laughs> there are a lot of people also looking for them for sure so you had to have this initiative you had to be proactive you mm -hmm. had to contact people you had to go to wherever you want to work right. with and because it's always good to learn also even uh, for internships, like we have in most of our courses, we, we we offer as well internships with some partners, even clubs or companies right. or whatever sure. it's necessary. So people get some experience. Mm -hmm. So like, okay, I have some practical experience. I'm not yeah. like uh, so much as a beginner as, right. as before. Yeah. And you got more prepared for uh, the opportunities but we always say you have to go after them mm -hmm. you have to to do your best to, to get them sure. uh, that's uh that's really necessary because as i said a lot of people are looking for these opportunities either so there is a competition for it yeah and, and you have to be aware and uh, but it's totally necessary and one thing we say like because most of the time People mm. want to work in what they see. For example, okay, I'm a sports fan and uh, I'm a Team Liquid fan. Right. The, the sport team. So I want to work with Team Liquid. Okay, that's that's fair. You mm. you can wonder, you can dream of working with them. But there are some opportunities in other teams that there are some opportunities opportunities in the surrounding area of esports right. either like uh, some companies who make services for Team Liquid. So you can work close to them 
but not necessarily within them. You right. Can, no, no. Know, some, can, I mean, like at some point, you can always, you know, maybe get that opportunity to work for them. But but understanding that, you know, there's many ways to be involved with like an esport team or like you know doing exactly. what you love without necessarily having to you know work for that specific club. You know, of course, because a lot of people want to work for that club. So there's high competition, very few maybe opportunities directly in that club or organization too. So, you know, a, a great way is to like, well, then then look for another team, another organization that mm-hmm. are looking for people, maybe a lower, yeah. you know, range team that are growing, you know, and we talk a lot yes. about like, you know, looking at the opportunities in the markets that are excelling and obviously the esports industry is excelling so there's more teams mm-hmm. they're becoming more yeah. professionalized and more opportunities comes out of that too and and of course like we're going to go a little bit into that you know very very shortly as well but i wanted to touch a little bit upon like some of the some of the special projects you guys have been working on in the 360 mm-hmm. you know such as the roland garros e-series you know the corinthians master talks and uh, the last one i honestly don't know how to pronounce that so you gotta help me a little bit <laughs> it's a preleção because <laughs> yeah we have like uh, these words really portuguese yeah. words i was like uh, I, I gotta gotta try to make that right but that that one is a little <laughs> bit tricky that yeah little... I, I know i know it's a hard it's a hard word to, to yeah. pronounce uh, for some people but uh, well, that's one. It's preleção. It's like the talk the coach have with the players mm. before a match. Ah, so got it. Yeah. You 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 train it. You already train it. You you already did everything. Yeah, but yeah. to have that uh, final conversation, mm. like to say, okay, let's go. Let's remember some of the tactics. Let's right. remember some of the things we work it, and that's it. You know, yeah. that's the the final talk before uh, a match, before a yeah. competition or, or whatever. So that's well, you learn pre- something pre- new every day, right? Yes. <laughs> but uh, exactly. but let's, let, let's dive a little bit into the Roland Garros E-Series. Obviously, okay. kind of like we're focusing a little bit in the eSport in this talk. And, and, and tell us a little bit about like what, do you, what was that, you know, special project all about and how did it sort of like, you know, come together? Okay, that's one opportunity to came to us, and uh, we were really surprised, but we were also really proud of it uh, right. because yeah, I received that we received an email that said, "Okay, uh, we are from Rulangajos, and we have a, a project here we for esports schools." And uh, well, at the time we we we're about to have our second edition of our eSport course. Right. Online, online course. We already did some uh, presential events, uh, like speeches or, or some uh, presential events that we have. Sure. And in, at the online, we had one in 2009, yeah, 2019. Mm-hmm. No, 2020. And then we, we are having one now, 2021. Nice. Uh, and it was a good time. And then uh, there was a uh, Huslan, say hi to him. <laughs> and he, he say like, oh, we have like uh, the competition, which we run at the same time as Roland Garros, but mm-hmm. in the esports scenario. Mm-hmm. And, but they had like uh, a qualifying stages in some countries. Mm. And they did with uh, esports schools in each country. And there right. was us uh, as a representative in Brazil, there's some representative in 
also in France, Italy, Spain, Germany, UK, some of Belgium, I believe it was that. Right. It was eight, eight, yeah, it was, at the end, it was eight players mm-hmm. who were in Paris uh, to play the finals, but yeah. we did a qualifying stage here. Right. And it was really, really good for us because it was the first tournament we kind of organized yeah uh, here because it was it was a a competition that we organized of course in connection with them mm-hmm. but it was kind of starting from zero from the ground here right right, right. Um, and but then of course we uh, organized with our students who were participating was 16 mm-hmm. at that time and then we the but the main part of it and it was really good for us, uh, they said, "Okay, you have the you can broadcast the the matches, the qualifying matches, right? Yeah? And uh, of course, have some material, and and the champion would go to France." Sure. Uh, and I said, "Okay." And I was talking uh, to Juari, who who did, uh, I believe, an interview here also, and mm-hmm. uh, I said, "Okay, I, we're gonna do like a." television broadcast like look like a television broadcast but it will be on twitch on our channel right on right Twitch, and uh, because we have a commentator we have yeah, yeah. kind of a host right we right. got a host we yeah. got like everything we, we got a lot of content for that and it was really nice because when i we were planning i was wondering okay but no one know the players because they were all our students sure so, sure uh, we had to have people knowing who who are playing mm. and maybe support some students because okay i like his story right right of any any reason so they they were kind of we are trying to connect the players with the audience mm. and uh, yeah. even if for a short time uh, I believe it was a great thing to do because not like, uh, okay, there is uh, one player playing sure. against another, but I don't know who they are. So it's right. not maybe interesting. Yeah. So we, we did a lot of content. Uh, we did this since the semifinals because to prepare and to have some time for that. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice. And uh, for example, Thiago Morteira, who was the winner, right? He, he told his story, his connection with tennis. And he was a uh, he. He used to play tennis uh, mm-hmm. when he was uh, younger, and also with the games like the esports scenario. He he was not a pro player, but yeah, yeah. He 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 liked to play some some games yeah. either. So there was kind of uh, you know we we are building some characters for the for this tournament, right? Because awesome. as we. As like uh, if you get to Roland Garros, you have like Rafael Nadal, who everyone know who who he is. Or if you go to the esports scenario, there are some players that mm-hmm. pro players that the audience know who they are. Right, and, and that well, brings more interest yeah. to the to the competition. It brings more interest to every part. No, I so think it's really a, smart. You know, kind of like just creating that personal personal t- connection yes. to to people and and to the audience so they know like okay who are the participants here and and then they kind of like can follow them if they you know obviously one of them qualified to the final so you know that 
you're kind of like oh that was the person i was sharing for or rooting for you know yeah. and then you can kind of like support them in the final too so i think i think that's a really 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 smart apo- uh, approach and i guess like you know besides that then and, and as you were mentioned you were having like some courses you know within within the esport industry and and i guess like what career possibilities do you see you know from the business side of it right now and and i guess like how is you know the 360 helping to cater that oh perfect because it's, it's a very good question because when you say like career career in the esports everyone thinks about a pro player mm-hmm. it's the first one and looks like it's the only only career possibility right okay i work in esports is ah you're a pro, pro player like it's <laughs> kind of automatic things yeah. that yeah. we do but uh, our work is to show that there are the opportunities here there are a lot of possibilities that people can can join like for example uh, there are a lot of uh, leagues or competitions like local competitions but to organize the, to organize them, you have to get some management knowledge. You get to be prepared of it. So, mm-hmm. like, it's one thing that also it starts growing, and people are looking after now. But right. uh, you you can work with the players. Like you you can work uh, if their images. We can work if uh, like a, in a psychological way with them. True. You can. No, uh, there are a lot of opportunities for, for people who work close to them, even mm. like in a physical training, um, uh, nutritional, the right. nutritional area. There is a lot of things that are surrounding, uh, especially the players or, or the teams mm-hmm. as well, like uh, social media. There is a lot of opportunities, right. and also in these communications, there is a lot of it. Even. If uh, okay, I'm gonna be a financial, the financial director of of a team, right? A sports team. So, uh, because the the clubs, sport clubs, they're like an organization. They they mm-hmm. are their organization, as well as uh, Apple, or Coca Cola, or, right. or whatever. Yeah. No, change the size. Of course, the market is different, but they have to work the same way as mm-hmm. the big companies. Uh, we used to know and right. so i believe the opportunities are there yeah because people are starting looking now the esports scenario as an industry mm-hmm. and as the whole industry not only like okay there's championships there are okay i can be a pro player there will be always opportunities of course to be to be a player or to yeah. be something related directly but we always like to say uh, the surrounding area there is a lot of, especially in content. Now mm-hmm. we see like this a lot, right? Uh, improving a lot, but uh, uh, there's the the thing you say like, if you were like, okay, I'm graduated in economics, so you can work in this industry. You know, you just have to know uh, where the opportunities for you, where they are, and how you can uh, get in. And then we can, of course, we always can help. Uh, these yeah. people to, to getting either that's awesome and and i guess like looking into a little bit on the esport market and trends itself in brazil you know like that specifically because obviously you guys are working closely with that and and i guess like what are some of the key changes that you've seen has happened in the last few years and 
And what kind of like specific opportunities have come out of it? Obviously, you mentioned, you know, content, social media and stuff like that. But what are, what are some of the specific trends you've been seeing like in Brazil, you know, in the esport market there? Yeah, here uh, the market starts growing kind of for years. I think like growing a lot, like yeah. in, in around four years. So uh, there is a lot to grow. And there is, I believe, a lot of stages that mm -hmm. pass. Of course, we are not in the perfect scenario to get like the orgs to be uh, really professional as the companies I said. Right. But I believe the now the biggest opportunities are in the content area, as you said, mm -hmm. like social media. Right. Uh, working with players with image of players, uh, not only uh, social media but uh, editing helping. videos probably as well and as well yeah uh, helping helping them to be like more uh, sociable like in the in the media right how to talk how to how to behave mm -hmm. in the media as well right. and uh but video editing for sure uh the opportunities are more in this area as mm -hmm. we see right because I, I believe this is the first stage and then this I go, I'm going to say kind of the easiest one or the more, because they're more close. So mm -hmm. it's natural that they run uh, more in this, uh, in this scenario. Right. But uh, right. for sure, there will be uh, next stages, I believe, more in management, mm. uh, in the management area, or maybe some different areas that will right. go on through. Also, uh, one, one area I believe is uh, also growing the relationship with uh, companies. It's mm. uh, because the companies are looking for esports in a very good way now. Yeah. As yeah. an investment, as like okay, I'm a company. I have to talk with mm. uh, the esports audience. That's it. Uh, they are young. They are right. connected. So it's a uh, it's a very good opportunity uh, in this area. Right. Because uh, the companies, they don't know, they want to connect with uh, esports organizations or championships or whatever, but they don't know how to do it. Right. They don't have, maybe they don't have as much as information as necessary to, right. to connect. So some opportunities in this area. And, and I guess like that's, that's a valid point too of, of like, even if you're interested in working in esports directly and as you were kind of touching upon of course like earlier like saying like with organizations you know or brands or products that are working with the teams now you're looking in a way where well there's also you know normal or what are we going to call them like the regular sports organizations <laughs> right that are looking into like how do i get involved in esports right so yeah. by knowing the esport industry you can sort of like be that you know bridging the gap you know between a normal sports organization and and the esport industry but yeah. you're working for the you know, the, the ordinary sport organization and hence, you know, that's also creates more opportunities, you know, in, in this place. Yeah, and it's a really good comment because the one thing the esports organization, they realized they, they learned with other sports, like right. what they did right or what they should improve mm -hmm. uh, as esports is more uh, recent right. sports than the regular ones. Yeah. They kind of uh, know okay, I know that like a football works well in this area, but they are not so good at this other area. 
right. so they kind of analyze that and having a more professional uh, a professional market since from the beginning mm -hmm. and uh, that brings uh, a lot of good things even for people who, who works in the esports area 100% and uh, and the organization inside the the teams or inside the in the championship they uh how can i say they run easier easily easily uh for it you know because they know what to do more more uh they more exactly what to do what it's need they need to do than maybe in some other regular sports right which uh as esports are growing a lot mm -hmm. the other the regular sports they're kind of like worry about the audience like how how do i get a kid's attention right as they are always in the cell phone they're always in the, the video games sure because the basis of sports you have to get the participants you no know, as we say the weekend mm -hmm. uh, practice yeah uh, the weekend participants they they they're not like professional they are amateurs mm -hmm. but they they practice that sport every weekend or whenever right. they have a time. Yeah. This basis is very important. And sure. I believe esports has a very, very good basis now. 100%. And I guess, like, if you want to sort of like wrap up everything here, what we've been talking about, like, obviously, we touch about like courses, we touch about special projects and, and opportunities. But if you want to like, you know, provide like some, you know, key final tips for any student or sport professional out there looking to enter the esport industry like what kind of tips sure. tips would you give them sure well as we said uh know uh, the knowledge about how the market runs mm. how how thing works it's very important so uh, research uh, read uh, some news even try to get in contact with right. people in the yeah. esports market, maybe it's important. Even for an interview, you can say you're interviewing for a uh, for a course you're doing or whatever, mm -hmm. just to get some information. It's sure. really important. The networking, as we said, it's mm -hmm. really necessary yeah. because the opportunities come in conversations. They come in people who know you and then who can indicate you for for somewhere they know. Right. So it's uh, it's really important, and uh, as I said, uh, be a proactive, uh, be aware of what is going on. Uh, for sure, uh, there will be uh, uh, esports event uh, going on close to you. Maybe it can be a big event or a small event, but Maybe. it's a way to be close to them to know how 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 they work, how they organize it. And uh, usually the opportunities are there to be a volunteer and to, or to get an internship or whatever. It's, For sure. it's a very good way to start. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I believe that's it. And also look for opportunities that maybe go, goes on in regular sports or mm -hmm. in industries outside the sports, but you can bring in to the esports scenario. Right. It's, usually it works. So it's a, well, well, it's a very very good way because you have the you have a good example we have to where to look it for it yeah but if it doesn't exist in the sports scenario 
maybe it's possible to to have absolutely you know you gotta gotta explore your options and and i think that's a perfect way you know to uh, to end this the end this podcast with lucas I, i think it's some really great advice some really great insights about what you guys are doing your journey of course and and a lot of opportunities are in the esport industry these days it's it's just you know taking the initiative you know being proactive and 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 start start embarking your journey essentially in the sport industry uh, and the sport industry of course and, uh, and and with that of course uh lucas i would like to thank you so much you know for for taking the time you know for sharing sharing the, your story with us and uh, I, i i don't know if you've seen some of the our, our other episodes but we have sort of like a a um a way we always end our podcast with so i i have to teach you some norwegian at the end <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> all right cool so with every every video we do we always finish with we snuckes which means see you later in norwegian so that, that's what you gotta learn <laughs> what's the word again so just it's a bit we snuckes we snuckes There you go. Nice job. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. And thank you All very right. much, Ole, for the opportunity to talk to you here. Thank you, Lucas. We'll, we'll, we'll talk very soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you.